0: Hi, and welcome to another edition of Half Court and Midrange. I'm Court. I'm Ray. And today we're going to be talking uh, about a lot of international basketball. Um, But first, we'd like to offer an apology. Uh,
1: I just want to say, sorry, Uh, Chase Utley was going to be with us this week. He was not able to make it. It appears as if he's playing in a baseball game in our nation's capital. Our
0: being uh, the unit united states is capital the united states of america we the capital being washington, washington d c, d. c. <laughs> FIBA World Cup has not already happened. It's happening right now. The group stage has already happened, though. And I watched a couple of games of that group stage while we were on a little vacation here. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, which games did you watch, Court? So while I was in SFO, they have free Wi-Fi there, which is great because I'm not going to pay for any Wi-Fi while I'm out there. But I do want to watch and it
1: And it actually worked because I feel like some airports have free Wi-Fi that definitely does not work. Like Austin Airport, I think I confirmed the other day, they had free Wi-Fi that didn't seem to work.
0: Yeah, SFO has great Wi-Fi. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. They're really doing a good job of making sure that they're the tech capital of the world. Okay. By I think this Wi-Fi that's that works for streaming, even. I
1: think the tech capital of the world is Chattanooga, Tennessee.
0: My apologies. I haven't been to their airport, so no comment on Chattanooga's airport um sfo though great airport i had some sushi there and uh, i caught two different games Ah. i caught a little bit of the usa versus the dominican republic how was that game the game was a 40 point blowout by the time i turned it on who won i'll let you guess the united states you're correct okay which is a good guess I'm not sure that the Dominican Republic had any NBA talent. I believe one of their players played in college or was playing in college. He hit a few threes during the game, but they were entirely outmatched on the inside. I didn't see any of Anthony Davis, but he apparently played well. By the time I turned it on, however, it was Andre Drummond and... Mason. Wait, which Plumley is on the team again? Let's just say Mason Plumley. Mason Plumlee. I Yeah, we're pretty bad at that still. <laughs> the one on the Nets. The Nets Plumley. They have to
1: differentiate themselves for us
0: to like be able to distinguish. Them, you know what I mean? He differentiated himself pretty well here. He was making some good cuts into open space, which was just right underneath the basket there. They didn't have a lot of big guys that could defend him. He had several dunks. The best play that I saw was... Mason Plumlee leading the fast break, dribbling down the court, and then throwing a backwards pass over his head to Andre Drummond uh, for the alley-oop, which was the first of three dunks that I saw that Andre Drummond attempted and the first successful dunk for him. But he was getting (laughs) up there. How do
1: you think that is? So that's a 33% dunk uh, percentage? Yeah, 33% dunk percentage. That's
0: probably lower than would be ideal yeah, you want to have a higher dunk percentage than yeah. that. Although
1: I guess if I had a 33% percent dunk percentage, I'd probably be pretty happy about it cuz that would mean
0: I dunked a positive amount of times. Do you what's your dunk percentage, Ray?
1: Uh
0: on a 10-foot hoop? Lifetime but on a 10-foot hoop? 0%. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So but I can, you know, we can only go up.
0: There's only the future. Yeah. So that game was a blowout, but it looked like we had some pretty good size going there with those two guys uh, working with each other. Kyrie Irving had uh, a few nice plays as well, and it was. But it was hard to tell because, like I said, when I turned it on, forty-point blowout. That one dude for the Dominican Republic hit a couple threes and made it a little bit closer margin by the end of it. But um, while Andre Drummond was missing his dunks pretty solid at blowing out teams that are worse than us is all i can say about that but the game on after that was espana versus france i was trying to remember how to uh, contra contra france Uh, and that game when i turned it on was only a 10 point differential Mm. but very quickly there was a guy for france that looked kind of like cristiano ronaldo And he had some nice drives where he made some layups, but he also got blocked or something one time in there. And on the opposite side of the court, Spain also had really dominating size with Marc Gasol, Pau Gasol, and Serge Ibaka. Mm. They had several plays where Marc Gasol would get the ball wherever he was on the court and would draw the double um, due to his immense size differential versus this french team the french did have this one tall skinny guy but he was not very good and gasol was a really nice passer and he found ibaka on some of these back door cuts for some thunderous dunks that were met with thunderous thunderous dunks yeah interesting yeah you see you see what i did there yeah that was good and he uh drew just absolute Cheers of joy from the crowd. The crowd was really into it. I was surprised, especially considering they were winning by about 15 for the whole time I was watching, but they had the chance going the whole time. Really good atmosphere for them, the home atmosphere in Spain. Uh, They looked like they had a lot of talent there with the big guys. They had some outside shooters that, you know, did their job, hit the threes. Uh, Sergio, I believe is his first name, Sergio Yule, who has the best last name in the tournament. Um, and in general, France looked a little overmatched. They're missing some key potential players. They could have had Joakim Noah and Tony Parker. Those two both weren't playing. Um, the big guy that I mentioned earlier. Do you remember this guy's name? That's supposed to be good, or Rudy like
1: Gobert or Rudy Gobert?
0: Yeah, I think th- he was the one. He had a play where they dumped it into him, and he got the ball kind of on the block, and Gasol was defending him, Marc Gasol was defending him, and Marc Gasol's move here was just to step away from him Mm -hmm. and not be up on his back anymore, which caused the French player to panic and travel immediately. So, which I can relate with that a little bit sometimes. Um, It's hard to keep track of your feet. when Not traveling
1: is, yeah, not traveling is harder, is is hard.
0: It is hard, and it seemed, uh, there was kind of this little, like, they call it a Euro. They call it a Eurostep. I'm mm. not really sure. It wasn't a Euro step in this situation, but it seemed like they were very strict on the travels. There was a fast break for the Dominican Republic, and the guy kind of took a weird, awkward half-step that would never be called in NBA or NCAA, I feel like, uh, in the United States, but they called him for traveling. Mm. And the announcers remarked on it as well that it was just very strict there. Yeah. Um,
1: you think they'd be more liberal about that kind of thing in Europe, huh?
0: about traveling
1: yeah or anything really
0: uh depends on the country yeah and the time yeah but uh spain 2014 spain 2014 yeah i don't you know do they even i'm not sure what is going on politically there i know they've run into some economic troubles yeah so those two teams obviously are the best two teams the united states and spain um, and that leads us in tomorrow. The United States uh, begins the knockout stages uh, with a matchup versus our neighbors to the south, Mexico.
1: Yes. Um. Yeah, this should be a... Uh, Court and I did a little bit of research on the Mexican team, and they have one NBA player who's kind of a marginal eighth man or so and uh, their roster is really underwhelming Uh, a lot of not so great college players Um, so yeah it'll be it'll be interesting to watch I expect the USA will win by a lot of points
0: right I do too uh, do you remember the name of the player? I believe he used he was on the Hawks this past season, but he's even he's a free agent right now, as far as I could tell. Gustavo Ayon. Yeah, that's who I'm thinking about, and he. So if he has a good game here, then maybe he'll draw some more attention from teams, and maybe he will be able to you know be signed to some sort of contract during the season. If yeah, not a whole season contract.
1: Yeah, it seems like um the international play is um causing some of these players to get some NBA looks. I know Joe Ingles or Ingles. Um not sure what team he's on. I'm going to say Australia. That might be wrong. Um I know he's been playing really well on NBA teams, including the Sixers have so been looking at him. Um I know that Dante Exum has not really been playing a lot for Australia which is causing people to be concerned about him. So anyhow, I think that definitely the play is relevant for these folks who are s- you know, shopping for NBA contracts.
0: Right. Australia actually had a decent amount of NBA talent. I forgot all about Dante Exum. Yeah. Granted, Patty Mills hurt uh, out with a shoulder injury. Will be out for part of the season as well. Um, unable to play for Australia this tournament. Hmm. But they have that other guy from the Spurs, Aaron Baines, I believe. Am I is
1: is Bogat from Australia?
0: He is. He's probably one can't imagine that he's not hurt. Yeah, he's kinda always hurt, huh? Yeah. Statistically seems likely. Yeah. Speaking of statistics, we were talking about this earlier, before we were recording. Uh, you guys might not believe it, but Ray and I sometimes talk when we're not recording ourselves. Sometimes, and you guys are really missing out on some of those, and we apologize for that. We're working on recording ourselves a hundred percent of the time, just kind of a live feed you could listen into. Yeah. Um. But until we have like that going, like the eagle's
1: nest, like we could have the eagle's nest feed, except uh, we would not have any eggs that would hatch, and we're not birds. We're not birds. But I feel like maybe Charles Anderson would watch the
0: feed sometimes, right? Charles would definitely watch a feed of us doing our daily activities. (laughs) Charles, feel free to correct me (laughs) if you want to call in right now. (laughs) You're not able to because we're still working on that too. (laughs) But just, you know, complain about it in an email if you hear this and you feel that it's wrong. Yeah anyway we were talking about the probability that the US could actually lose tomorrow's morning's skei- game well it's not a morning in Spain but it'll be morning for us when we watch it on the internet uh we we're calculating the probability that they could actually lose to Mexico
1: yeah and so we were uh court th- throughout that they had a 99% chance to win the first two games and something like a 95% chance to win the last game. And we were just trying to, like... That would mean you multiply those probabilities together and that would mean they'd have about a 93% chance to get into the finals. Um, And we were trying to just think about whether that was, like, the right calculation or whether it's a lot higher. I was leaning towards... They probably have... Like, the... I'm trying to think of the chance that they lose to Mexico. Like, what would have to happen for them to lose to Mexico tomorrow? And I think the probability is, you know, probably more like ninety-nine point nine, at least two nines after that, or something. Because I feel like I kind of think that they might be able to beat Mexico with four players. If if they started, if, if they started the game, the USA said, "You can pick any four of our players that will play the entire game." Do you subject. think that they could win? <laughs> sore subject. <laughs> I I think that they might be able to win.
0: I think they could possibly win. So which four players, if you were Mexico, which four players would you select? I definitely would pick Plumley and uh, Drummond. Definitely Drummond.
1: Oh well, the first guy I would pick would be Drummond because I think he would be most likely to foul out so that they'd actually have to go to three. Right. Right, and so... But the thing is, is that actually, if you pick those two guys, USA is probably gonna dominate the board. Still, like if you picked all small guys, then they might actually be able to like oh, get the inside. rebounds. If and not it mm. like if, if if not pound, not be pounded on.
0: Right. <laughs> you don't want to be pounded on if you're Mexico. Yes. Okay, that's interesting. I think Rose would be a good choice. Uh, Yeah, because he's be, not playing a lot Yeah, and just Obviously this is a hypothetical So it's kind of silly But you, it, they, the USA team would be really sad To have to play Derrick Rose for the entirety yeah. Of the game Which I'm not quite sure how long these games are Yeah, Even though I watch some of them They're either 48 minutes or 40 minutes Or maybe not those two Somewhere <laughs> in between there Yeah, it's probably a d- uh, something d- divisible by 4 Right one would imagine. It is yeah. p- it is quarters, I do know that. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not sure exactly how many minutes are in each quarter. I think it's yeah. still twelve. I think it's a forty eight minute game. Th- yeah. I think Rose would not be happy about playing that amount. Or yeah. you know, people in the bowls would not be happy with that. So maybe so maybe like Derek Rose. I'd probably put Rudy Gay
1: out there because I think especially in a four player game, there's a there there's a increasing chance that he just takes a bunch of awful shots which is like not that unlike him in general but if you're like rudy we need you we're down a player i could see him just chucking up bricks like all day
0: yeah but he could also just like get on fire i feel like yeah i worry about guys that are scorers mainly in i've not hypothetically i've experienced playing against four players before and it's kind of bad when they just have one guy who scores all the points Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I ever played against a team with only four players, but if I had, <laughs> that's what if I don't like.
1: Okay, okay, um, okay. So maybe we get we get Rose, we get Rudy Gay. Um, I would go for some of the smaller guys. Irving. Yeah, Kyrie, get him out there. James
0: Harden. Um, then at least you're only playing. Yeah, you're playing five on three on offense. Then. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I, that's that's what I would do. Okay. And they have, like, you know, let's see, with Harden, Gay, Rose, and Kyrie, they're, the shooting's not great either. So, like, they can't really dominate inside. Definitely they can't. And then they're also not going to shoot a lot. So they just basically need to be able to, like, penetrate like crazy, which they probably could do still, definitely. But...
0: Okay, if I were going your strategy there, I might swap out DeRozan for okay. Gay. Okay. Okay. I think.
1: Uh, th- yeah, that's f-
0: my strategy, and this would mostly be for entertainment value. Would be to do Drummond, Mason Plumlee, Kenneth Fareed, and Demarcus Cousins.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be that would definitely be the funniest.
0: It would be really funny to see one of those guys playing point guard.
1: I bet it would be Boogie.
0: Yeah, you can see him just like doing all the moves down, and yeah. then like, but he's also probably getting pressured because there's five players on the other team. Yeah, and really, you can just kind of like lob it up, but it would be like a lot of lobs that like Andre Drummond would be screwing up and Plumlee <laughs> as well. Yeah, and, and, and then they'd they would get. They probably get really mad at each other. I think yeah. at some point, I think they would win, and, and I think they'd I have a better shot of winning than the small team would possibly. Uh, it's really hard to say. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, actually, I guess now that I think about it. If you just made them play, if you made USA play Andre Drummond the whole game, that actually, even if there's five players on the floor, they could just foul him. I don't know what the rules are in international play, but if they can foul him so that he shoots foul shots without a major penalty and he shoots 40% for the game in basically every single trip, he's shooting foul shots, Mm -hmm. that might alone allow another team to beat the USA, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, because you'd expect to points per possession would be 0.8 then.
1: Yeah, which is not good.
0: Yeah, I assume that's bad.
1: It's like, yeah, worse than the Sixers were last year.
0: But then what if he fouled out on purpose? (laughs) 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 So so,
1: So that's the superior play. If you have to play just five players and one of them is
0: Andre Drummond,
1: the superior strategy is to get Andre Drummond a foul out I on think that's purpose. Awesome. Yeah, I think yeah. that's
0: this. This has been a good little thought experiment <laughs> here. Yeah.
1: So anyhow, I would put the 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 chances of them losing to Mexico at something like 99.99, and probably in the next game too. You
0: realize that um, there's no way I'm not going to download the Ali G <laughs> thing where he's going 999999. Nine, 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 nine. Yes. I'm definitely going to put that as the audio. I'm excited. Okay. Good. 998999999998899889999999999999 the answer is yes you think you think the X the other so the other game the mexico one after we've done this little thought experiment i've come to see the light a little bit here i don't think they have the right kind of team To cause us trouble, but the next game is gonna, based on what I saw of the Dominican Republic, no offense to them, they're gonna lose to Slovenia. But we also want to make a correction from last time. We said that Goran Dragic played for Serbia, and then we said corrected to say that he played for Croatia, (laughs) and he actually plays for Bosnia. No, I'm just (laughs) kidding. He plays for Slovenia. He plays for Slovenia, and so does his brother joel was convinced that it was his brother i'm gonna check on that because we were wrong about this other things and just because two guys are named dragich doesn't mean they're necessarily brothers um goran and zoran they were born on different uh years and let's see professional career brother yeah so yeah he's his younger brother good job joel on getting that right Uh, Their roster includes one NBA player who's Goran Dragic and they also have his brother. So when we're talking about, we've talked about some, about big upsets being potential here. So I think the the biggest upset that ever happened to Team USA was that Puerto Rico game that we looked at from the Olympics in
1: 2004. Yeah. And... Yeah, I agree, and that would seem, the Pur- the Puerto Rico team in 2004 was probably not that much better than the Mexico team right. that Is playing tomorrow. But they had, like, one good guard, and okay.
0: Mexico has, like, a good inside guy, which I think is just a different sort of, like, upset situation. Yeah. I can imagine Goran Dragic just, like, playing out of his mind and just, like, shooting like crazy, and mm-hmm. somehow, like, getting ahead a little bit, and yeah. then... We'll have no problem with Euroš Schlokar. <laughs> oh, he's the backup. Alan Omic will do a good job of defending on the inside. Um, I'm not really sure about these other guys. This is also the power forward starting for Slovenia, I think is a good potential candidate for pronounce the European player's name. Uh, if you want to give it a shot, can you see that there?
1: Yes, I can. Um,
0: and how would you pronounce his last his name? His number is
1: 10. Is that what we're talking about?
0: Uh, number... No, the starting... See the starting lineup here? Oh, I see. I see. His, his okay. P- yeah, so if you want to give a shot, this is our European player pronunciation of the week. Okay. And Ray's going to give it an attempt here. Yuri Balazic. Yuri Balazic. Okay. I'm going to go with your ball sack. <laughs> I might be wrong. <laughs> we'll look it up later. <laughs> I might cut that part out. No, I
1: mean it's it's a fair it's a fair attempt.
0: Yeah, not really. <laughs> I feel like I'm being insensitive <laughs> to to Slovenians. Okay. Or you could have said your ballzik. Your Balazik. Yuri Bolazic is The closest maybe I'm going to get to it without having heard it before. Yeah, it's
1: probably that each. You're probably almost definitely right about that each part.
0: Right, because the little thing over the C is the same as the one for the Dragic brothers. Yeah. Which I think also Dragic is probably just an approximation of how you're actually supposed to say that. Yeah. All right. So those two teams, I'd agree, somewhere around the 99.99% so the thing was, even when we lost to Puerto Rico, I think we had a much worse team mm-hmm. uh, than we do now.
1: And it was, and the biggest factor is that it was the not the elimination it stage. It
0: was not the elimination stage, so it was not the end of the world. I believe we were going to be... I forget if that actually affected our seeding out of our group. We m- might have lost the group to the someone else at this point. Anyway, uh, we just didn't have that good of a team then it was just kind of a strangely constructed team. I'm going to read some of the names off the team. Lamar Odom, Sean Marion, Stefan Marbury, Carlos Boozer, Amari Stoudemire. Although <laughs> we'll get we'll work on the pronunciation of that one. We'll get Josh in here for that. Anyway, not there were some great players too LeBron James and Tim Duncan were both on there and Allen Iverson although Allen Iverson doesn't quite mesh with the way the rest of the team was constructed
1: I mean looking at the team they it's funny now to think about how many really good point guards there are in the NBA and just look at that team and be like wow there's not a single guy on there who really even like can pass like is there a single guy? Like, LeBron so James can pass now,
0: but yeah. where he was then, it honestly, just wasn't
1: he might like him and Tim Duncan might have been the best passers on that team. But like, the guards already the guards are Iverson, Wade, uh, Marbury, Marbury. and that's it. They only had three guards. Oh, I guess this was the only guards that played. Right. Um, I think
0: they also had Michael Red, who also not a passer, totally yeah. on the team to be a shooter
1: yeah so just yeah that construction is really interesting I'm I'm generally for like having a more talented team and less positional fit but you also could be like hey we have a really good bunch of basketball players let's get a guy who can pass them the ball and like dribble up the court well and stuff like that
0: there's also something about this team I don't know why Jason Kidd didn't play on this team but they wanted Jason Kidd to play on this team right they really wanted him to and they right. really would have been a lot better with him on this team yeah yeah, um, but instead they had Stefan Marbury. I think they need it like Eric Snow. That's who they need it. Definitely. <laughs> Just wanting to rep that Philly yes. all the way, huh? Yes. Um. So you're saying ninety nine point nine percent? Okay. So let's do ninety nine point nine percent for Mexico. Okay. And will you give me like ninety nine point five percent for the Slovenia Yeah, game. that sounds good. And I think I think I'm probably over.
1: I think I'm probably overestimating their chances. I think there are some, like, freak crazy things. I mean, they can happen, like, a team shooting 80% and USA shooting, you know, I don't know, 50% or something. Like, I'm probably—people tend to underestimate how uh, often—wait, did I say that right? Yeah. They underestimate how often, like, rare upsets occur Um, And most all the time. So I'm probably doing that right now. But if we do 99.9 and 99.5, and that final game is Lithuania, who I think is.
0: I think it's most. Yeah, I think the final game is most likely to be against Lithuania. Obviously, they can get upset too. They're more likely to get upset earlier than we are, but we'll assume that final will be against Lithuania.
1: Then I would go even a little bit. What do you think for
0: that one? I'd say 95% for that one. Okay. I don't know. That might be a little high, but I feel like just we have a good team. Yeah. Yeah. I think 5% is, you know, a puncher's chance. And I think they have a puncher's chance with, you know, these guys that I don't know how to say these names either. Yeah. So if that's
1: the case, then the percentage is probably going to be what, like 94%.
0: Yeah. I think I did it earlier with the 99% ones. I think that bumps it up to like ninety four, ninety five. Yeah, ninety. It can't be it can't be more than ninety five. Yeah. So yeah, I'd say ninety four percent.
1: Yeah. So I think what we just did is we, you know, talked uh, for a couple minutes to say that you know the initial estimate of ninety three percent may needed to be corrected to ninety four percent. That's we're the chance much more
0: confident now. Yeah.
1: That's the chance that the USA USA will will be in the final, and we kind of we were also talking about Spain. It seems inevitable that USA will meet with Spain in the final. So um, Spain
0: here, what do we <laughs> do we think? I'm going to go ahead and say they're going to crush Senegal. Yep. I think Senegal might be one of the worst teams left. I think they might be worse than Mexico. I'm not really sure. They might have been in the same group for all I know. Uh they were not in the same group because they both had to finish last of the qualifiers in their group. Uh Senegal went lost in overtime to the Philippines it looks like. That's probably not the good. The Philippines do have Andre Blatch. Yes, who has played really well. Um, Let's see. And Spain also could potentially face Brazil. And so we can actually look at Brazil and, fr- and Spain's game where they did play each other. And Spain beat them by 19. Uh, Spain also has a chance to play against France again. And they beat them by 24. So I think based on like a little like bell curve of of outcomes and stuff, like if you're able to beat teams by that much, it makes you that you probably have a pretty good chance to beat them. Let's say they have like a 99.9% chance of beating Senegal and then like 99% chance of beating France. And whoever comes out of the other side, be it Brazil or who actually won the last group, is Greece on their side or is Greece on our side? Greece is on their side.
1: I don't. I know their side is supposed to be better than ours. Yeah. I um, mean, even in, like Greece, they have the Greek freak.
0: And yeah. Who yeah. else is on Greece? Do we think his brother, probably
1: Theonis and Giannis.
0: Um, and they have Nick. Kalathis. Oh yeah. And yeah. They, they probably have. They don't have that guy who's on Utah. You know who I'm talking oh, about? Oh, I think
1: that co- I think that uh, Costas Papa Nicola Yeah, he plays
0: for the Rockets.
1: Yeah, he's pretty. Yeah. So they they've have got players.
0: They've got players. So you, ninety-five percent to for Spain to beat them, maybe less. I don't maybe know. Maybe less.
1: Yeah, I think, I think probably if we got sp- Spain's percentage, I think would probably be closer to like. 90% of getting to the finals
0: okay so 90% of 94% is
1: probably like it's probably something like 86%
0: it's whatever 9.4, 94 minus 9.4 right
1: y- yes that sounds right yes exactly it's 10% yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, so yeah so there's a 86% chance.
0: More like 85% 80
1: chance. 85% chance. chance.
0: That's pretty much what I said right before we walked up here. Yeah. Kind of back of the envelope. Not yeah. that we're not back of the wedding invitation doing this one, but... Yeah.
1: So that's 85... Yeah, 85% 85 chance that USA and Spain meet in the finals. That's... That's exciting.
0: That's probably high enough that we could have just been analyzing the USA Spain matchup this entire time. No, but we're saving that... F-
1: we're saving the good stuff for later. Now we're going to talk about Breaking news!
0: Breaking news. Um, we just
1: uh, via Twitter about an hour ago. I learned that.
0: <laughs> 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 I'm pretty sure this article, the news came out earlier. Maybe. Okay.
1: Well, news only happens when I find out. Um, but
0: the solipsistic tick from Ray Notes. <laughs>
1: um, Greg Monroe of the Detroit Pistons. Um, was a restricted free agent. Um, and long story short, what this means is that he was able to sign with any team in the NBA that had the cap space to sign him. Uh, however, his own team, the Detroit Pistons, had the opportunity to match whatever contract he would go on. He would sign. He could also just re-sign with them. Um, he did not want to play for the Pistons. Um, and. Largely because uh, they they already have Andre Drummond and Josh Smith, and so they're just a really bad fit for like three big guys. Not They don't really have a rim protector. None of them really shoot that well, even though Greg Monroe can sort of stand outside because he's pretty good at passing and stuff. Um, anyhow, it wasn't a place he wanted to play, so he pushed for a trade, and he couldn't get one. Um, and so the option that he has... Uh, on the table is instead of signing something like a four year, $50 million contract with the Pistons um, or with another team and risk the Pistons uh, matching it, he um, accepted a one year, $5 million offer about, um, and then he will be free to sign wherever he wants next offseason. So I think this is interesting. This is something that's been, like people have been talking about for a little while, and this is something that restricted free agents. Like often threaten to do, but they don't usually do it because it means that at least in the present, he has risked losing something like 40 to 45 million guaranteed dollars. Um, and so I think that's pretty interesting. What do you, what do you think that you would do in a, a situation like that, Court? Would you basically kind of take a $40 million gamble or to play in a better situation next year? Or would you just kind of be like, I'm going to suck it up and play with Josh Smith?
0: As Bo, I forget the kid's last name in the Draft Day movie. He says, (laughs) I hate losing. Winning is everything. That's how he delivers it. Winning is everything. I think I would take the gamble, uh, potentially going somewhere else. Uh, where, as much as Andre Drummond is fun, he's also the kind of person you might put on a uh, team when you were forcing players, people to play five certain players. Mm. Um, and Josh Smith, not a good fit with Craig Monroe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I would take the gamble just to try to get out of that situation and onto a team where I could win a lot and i think it would be worth the you know the negative side there obviously is you get hurt or something in this year that you're only signed for the one year for 5 yeah. million but you know you you already played in the nba like mm. you know your floor is not that bad i know you know there's you know you at least have the 5 million dollars yeah. Yes, whatever city tax detroit levies on that
1: yeah and unless he unless he like suffered some life-changing injury, even if he had a pretty serious, even if he tore his ACL or broke his foot or something, he would probably have to take like a small contract next year. But if he had a fine year, he'd then be eligible for,
0: you know, Buku bucks. So right. It would be a pretty horrific injury that would totally derail his career. And that would, you know, if even if it happened during the other contract would be pretty life-changing anyway. So yeah, I'd say it's a good idea to take the chance on getting out of town and you know if detroit shakes stuff up and then tries to sign him again or something you know then he can stay so he still has that option on the table if he's really into the city and whatnot yeah i hear it's a cool place to you know do an urban farm or whatever if you're into that kind of stuff yeah um so yeah that's greg monroe and uh we have one final order of interest here which is our weekly feature joel Embiid. Tweet of the week, which I think there was a sort of um, portmanteau for that before a tweak. I think it was the Joel Embiid tweak.
1: Yeah, it was the tweak. Uh, so our tweak. I'm actually going to do a couple tweaks this week. Um, Standard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the way that they kind of mesh mesh together is like fitting. So, um, so here's one. Also creating Rihanna on the game so he can average double-doubles and be MVPs. He was talking about NBA 2K. Okay, another tweet.
0: It's going to be hard to top that last one. I'm not going to lie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got 69 problems, but dot, 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 dot.
0: That's all. That's all. That's all.
1: Yeah. Um, and, then, and in a way, like... I don't know. So this is this is like the most. It stands out among all of his tweets is like distinct. This is another one. What's the main language in Ottawa? I hear a lot of French and it's beautiful.
0: Why was he in Ottawa?
1: I have no idea.
0: He's That's Joel Embiid. Bizarre. He was probably playing basketball video games. I think the one that interests me the most is the first one because mm. it really plays into several of my personal interests, which are rihanna not as yeah, rihanna a little bit i do like rihanna she's probably third on the list behind video games and gender okay. <laughs> mainly okay. i think wh- what kind of option in the nba Ooh, would, would, like he's gonna have to make her be a a man right he's gonna have to have some guy with does rihanna have a last name i'm just gonna assume it's gonna say rihanna on the back of this man's jersey and then he's going to have to kind of mess around with the player creation until it sort of looks like a woman. It's just going to look creepy. I don't yes. know why he wants to average double-doubles li- that way.
1: I wonder if there's – is there a – I can't – nothing's coming to my head when I think of an NBA player that looks like a woman. Uh, there uh, be Doug some kind of template.
0: Mm. Oh, that guy, the Argentine guy uh, oh, for uh, the Bobcats. Herman.
1: Herman? Yeah. Luis Scola could kind of be –
0: yeah. Put a little makeup on. Yeah. You know? Uh Al Horford has sort of feminine features. He's also really tall, but
1: Yeah. Um I but I think your question is a good one. How is well, I think it's, it might, maybe it's multiple questions. Like, simply, do they have an the option to create women players? Yeah, in NBA Two K. I
0: in Two K fifteen, they might entirely have a whole WNBA mode or something, which I think would be kind of cool if they implemented that. Yeah, but I they probably sell a,
1: Do you think they sell a separate WNBA game?
0: I don't think they do, and I don't think they would do it. The amount of work that would be yeah. required, and this is a total. It's you know kind of the unfair nature of it, but it's not really unfair if people don't buy the game. Right, the invisible right. hand has decided yeah. in this case. But it, I was just saying, you know, like a w- it's the, the way the world goes around kind of unfair. There are a lot of unfair things in the world, and this is just the fact that, you know, based on the situation here, a WNBA feature is going to cost more to make all the 3D models for than would actually gain back in revenue. Um so I think it's unlikely that mm-hmm. such a feature exists. Um and I guess if it did exist based on Adam Smith and the invisible hand then it w- you know some sort of it, it would make economic sense then it, it had to have. Yes, maybe. Yes. Um or maybe there's just a really big untapped market here for WNBA themed games.
1: Yeah, if there's any correlation between themed games and revenue produced by WNBA teams, then there's not an untapped market, because I think all those teams are basically would go bankrupt if they weren't tied to an NBA franchise. Right. So, but yeah, maybe there is an untapped market there. Anyway, either there's way, also it would make sense that you could. Like it seems like it would make sense that at least they would have like one type of female basketball player that you could make in the game,
0: right? Maybe. it would seem worth it. I remember in NBA Jam, you could play as uh, Jazzy Jeff, or you could play as all the mascots, or a guy in a gorilla suit, which I thought was just a guy in the gorilla suit, but I'm pretty sure was the Phoenix Suns mascot. <laughs> or, get this, you could play as Bill Clinton. Was that like a secret that it you had was to was a unlock? secret code that you could enter, right. and then you could play as Bill Clinton. Wow. And he was really good at dunking. Okay. And I'm not sure, even in the secret mode, I we could look this up right now, but we're not going to and see which famous women you could be in
1: NBA okay. Jam. I have a question that ties back to our earlier conversation. Uh huh. Would a team, of all in present day, would a team of Bill Clinton, <laughs> Diana Taurasi, Lisa Lobo, Wait, is it Lisa Lobo or Rebecca Lobo? Lisa Lesby. Lisa Lisa Leslie. <laughs> I just combined <laughs> NBA basketball players. WNBA. WNBA basketball players. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Clinton, <laughs> Diana Taurasi, Lobo, <laughs> Andre Drummond, and who else do we want? Derek Rose. Would that team beat Mexico tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock if they played?
0: tomorrow morning at eight o'clock i don't think they could assuming get. assuming the they could all get there okay you transport you time. knew exactly my first <laughs> issue with that which was they couldn't get there in time yeah. is bill clinton allowed in <laughs> spain yeah why wouldn't he oh uh, do we have some kind of i don't know if you impeach him or something right we You're didn't impeach alo- him oh then why <laughs> wasn't why isn't he still the president
1: because we're a, we're a air quote Democracy.
0: Oh. <laughs> who was after Bill Clinton? Uh, George Bush. Okay. Do you think who would win one-on-one, on one, George Bush or Bill Clinton?
1: George Bush, man. George Bush, you see him throw a baseball? He can
0: throw a baseball. I thought I s- I thought he was... He's like, what?
1: Well, I guess they're both tall, probably. They're both probably like 6'2
0: or 6'3 at least, right? I think Bush is not as tall as Bill Clinton. All right. I'd, I would say... The the Mexico would win that game.
1: Mexico would win. Okay, that's probably that's probably because right. we're having like two of those player like are probably not very mobile. At the all.
0: problem is like Bill Clinton is probably worse than you could. I don't know. It's not a good idea to have Bill Clinton on there. <laughs> their um, s- their six man would definitely be
1: the person in the gorilla suit. <laughs> 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 definitely. I think the Phoenix Suns mascot.
0: I'm not sure. So Lobo, I don't know when she last played. I feel like both she and Taurasi are probably good shooters, so that's at least like useful. Yes to have yeah, when you're running floor. sort of like yeah you're spacing the floor and uh, just the twelve minutes thing with drummond and rose is what like is the issue there yes. and yeah i don't think you're i think i think you're just going to be in trouble there with yeah with one obvious not so good and then just you know yeah. question marks everywhere else
1: i think i wonder if just like diana tarazi actually i mean okay so there's i don't know anything about the WNBA. But I know that she's really good at basketball. She's yeah. really good at college, and she's really good in WNBA. Um, I wonder if she like how she would compare. Like, is she better than a lot of the players on Mexico? I'm I'm tempted to say, at least maybe.
0: I think it's possible that she's better than some of them, at least. Yeah. And I'd say she's definitely better than some of the teams that didn't. Not all of the team, but like, you know, obviously bench players on some of these teams yeah. that didn't make it. 'Cause she's r- like she has really good, you know, basketball skills and she's taller than a lot of yeah. the guys on some of these guys, you know. Yeah, she
1: seems to have like a really complete game. The type of game that would translate against smaller and like just not very good basketball players.
0: Anyway, um <laughs> Joel Embiid tweet tweak of the week. Tweak tweak. Um we've gone over time again, as <laughs> usual. Um, but we'd like to extend no thanks to Chase Utley um, uh, for not coming. But we'd like to thank all of our listeners to listening for listening today. And we hope that you enjoy watching this USA-Mexico game as much as we do. And we will see you next week. Well, we won't see you. You'll listen to us next week. Uh, thanks. This was Court. This is Ray. And this was Half Court at Midrange. Bye, y'all. <laughs>